Hello and welcome to Infinite Machine Learning. Today, we are launching a new segment called What's New in ML. In this segment, we will talk about the latest developments in machine learning and see how it's being used in the real world. Plus, you'll get to hear my silky smooth voice for the whole episode. I'll be talking. I'll be talking for the entire episode and nobody can stop me. All right. All right. So what's happening in the world of machine learning? Generative AI is having a moment right now. Big tech companies are pouring resources, an insane amount of resources into this. Now, what is generative AI? It's an AI model that can generate images and text. It looks like you know, humans did it. It's it's supposed to be realistic, and and some of those texts and images they're very very realistic. Now, OpenAI recently released Dall E two, which is a a new AI model that can generate images from text inputs. It's capable of editing images based on captions written in plain English, which is fantastic. Now, if you want an image of teddy bears shopping for groceries in ancient Egypt, you can just type it and it will generate that image for you. Go ahead, try it. Visit OpenAI's website and uh, and check it out. It's pretty cool. The API itself is not openly accessible just yet. They're, they're still working on it. But what's the big deal? You know, what's the big deal about having the ability to generate an image of an astronaut riding a horse in the style of Andy Warhol? Well, it has the potential to replace creative labor, meaning you may not have to hire a designer to create images for your blog post or uh, that promo you're doing. Uh, You can just type it, type what you need, and it will generate the image for you. Pretty amazing. On the other hand, it does struggle a bit with like basic reasoning tasks. Humans can easily do it. It is and it's still struggling. So yeah, it has it has ways to go. But I think that's um, a pretty cool development. You know, a system that can generate photorealistic images based on text input. It's it's pretty cool. And the tools that are getting built along the way that. No, those tools are amazing. All right, what's next? Uh, researchers at UT Austin, they created a, a machine learning-based enzyme that can eat plastic in hours versus centuries, right? This is an amazing development to uh, clean up the environment. Actually, this discovery was uh, published in Nature, the, the magazine, the website, and uh you know, some pretty interesting facts. You know, plastic makes up about 12% of global waste. That's a lot. It represents a huge environmental problem and billions of tons of waste just piling up in like landfills. And, you know, it pollutes natural lands and water. So how about recycling? Why don't we just use recycling to solve this? Well, it's it's a good approach, but... Only 10% of the world's plastic is recycled today. So still, there's a lot of plastic left. What do we do? Plastic can take 
centuries to degrade. That's a very, very long time. So how do we speed it up? Well, how do we speed up a chemical reaction? By using catalysts, specifically biological catalysts. So that's where enzymes come into picture. Now, what's an enzyme? Enzymes are proteins that act as biological catalysts, right? They accelerate chemical reactions. So in this case, enzymes that can break up plastic, right, that can eat up plastic, is going to be enormously valuable. So the researchers at UT Austin, they used machine learning to create an enzyme that can break plastic down in just a matter of hours versus centuries. That's an amazing development. So just a a very good example of machine learning being used to solve a, a climate problem. All right, let's head over to nuclear fusion. Nuclear fusion is also benefiting from machine learning. Now, why bother with fusion? Because if it works, we'll get unlimited energy with zero carbon. That's a very, very attractive proposition. Now, what's the big challenge? Why is it hard? Because it requires the heating matter to 100 million degrees Celsius to form plasma. By the way, we have to do this without melting the walls of the device that's hosting this chemical reaction. Now, plasma is weird. Weird in the sense that its behavior is not predictable. It's not super well understood. And also predicting the performance of uh, this plasma, it requires understanding the nature of turbulence, which has been difficult historically. It just takes a very long time to compute, and it's uh, it's just something that hasn't been fully understood yet, right? And today, not even you know, brute force methods using supercomputers can solve this problem. So to do this within a, a reasonable time frame, we need a, a different methodology to predict the, the temperature and density profiles of plasma. And that's what MIT researchers did. They built a methodology using machine learning to reduce the, the CPU time required. Now, it's a, it's a fantastic application of machine learning to solve the climate problem, right? Creating you know, carbon-free energy, it's just a phenomenal value proposition. All right, let's see what uh, Meta is doing. Meta, formerly Facebook, has built a, a massive new uh, language model, and it's giving it away for free. It's called uh, OPT, or Open Pre-Trained Transformers. It's a, a suite of transformers ranging the number of parameters ranging from 125 million to 175 billion, with a B. Right? And uh, they say the performance is the same as GPT-3, but it uses you know, one-seventh of the carbon footprint to develop. So it's, a, it's an interesting development. It's available for free, so we can use it, see how it works. And uh, another interesting development uh, in Meta is they found a way to build low-carbon concrete. Producing concrete accounts for about 8% of the global 
carbon dioxide emissions per year. That's a lot. That's and it's worth solving. And uh, if you look at concrete, it's basically made from four basic components: that's cement, aggregate, water, and admixture. And within that, cement is the most carbon-intensive ingredient. So research has been made into reducing the amount of cement needed by supplementing it with lower carbon materials like fly ash and slag or ground glass so how do we make low carbon concrete well by devising and refining formulas to make it right and that's exactly what they did uh, nometa collaborated with uiuc university of illinois urbana champaign to create an ai model that can devise and refine formulas for low carbon concrete and in this case it's 40% less carbon which is a fantastic development okay let's see what's happening in healthcare mit researchers built a machine learning model so that it only suggests molecular structures that can actually be synthesized in the lab meaning you know ai powered drug discovery has been a big big development pharma companies are using ai to streamline the process of discovering new medicines and uh, machine learning can actually propose new molecules that have you know, specific properties which could fight certain diseases now usually this type of work takes a, a very long time for humans to do and uh, that's where machine learning comes into picture this method uh, that that MIT has has designed it guarantees that the molecules that are being proposed by this machine learning model can actually be built within a lab and it follows like laws of chemistry which is actually a very good development and uh, it could actually usher in a whole new era of uh, ai powered drugs and and this medicine can actually save lives all right let's see what google is doing google recently launched pix to seek which is a, a new language interface for object detection they recently published it at um, the international conference on learning representations uh, so it was a few days ago the neural network perceives an image and it generates a, a sequence of tokens for each object which corresponds to bounding boxes and class labels now what this means is if you take an image and the image has cars and people and ducks and boats what it can do is it can detect where an object is located and it can identify put a bounding box around it and uh what they've done here is you know they've cast this object detection problem as a language modeling task which is a very interesting way of looking at it because language modeling is usually applied to language just text so by casting object detection which is you know, images by casting it as a language modeling task they have built a an architecture that is generic enough that we can apply to different domains or applications as well and uh, 
inside Google, you know, we have DeepMind, which keeps coming up with amazing stuff. They recently introduced uh, Flamingo. Flamingo is a, a general purpose family of models that can be applied to image and video understanding tasks. Now, the key difference here is it is specialized in few short learning. What that means is usually you need a lot of training data to build a model or you know, many shots, but Flamingo can tackle a number of problems with just a, a few examples or a few shots. And uh, yeah, that's what this is. It's a visual language model that can train itself using very few examples. And uh, it has, the model they've released has 80 billion parameters. So it's not exactly small, but it can learn a new task with uh, relatively few examples. And uh, this is a, a fantastic development, especially in areas where a lot of training data is not available. And uh, recently, Anaconda announced PyScript at uh, PyCon US 2022. Now, Anaconda is the, is the org that, uh, that provides many Python tools. And uh, traditionally, Python could interact with a web page only by running as an application server that, that returned HTML and JavaScript. So PyScript has no server component. Right? Everything just runs directly in the browser. And uh, it's actually a very good development. A lot of people are very excited by what it can do. And uh, the, the best part is, it's in browser, right? It's, it's just, uh, you can just write and run Python inside the browser. And uh, Anaconda has stated that their goal for PyScript is to make it the one possible solution to the problem of packaging and deploying Python applications. It's, a, it's actually really good. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out of it and how uh, people build different uh, different applications here that's what we have for this week it looks like people are finding new ways to uh, infuse machine learning into everything you know, just like just like pizza makers are finding ways to infuse cheese into every part of the pizza but in this case i think infusing machine learning into Many different domains can yield fantastic results, and uh, and more than anything, I just love the uh, practicality of many of these applications. Meaning, not only are people building, uh, they're also making it practical that it's accessible and uh, it can deliver real results uh, in the real world. So um, that's the that's the exciting part, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this segment. Thanks again for tuning in. You can visit infinitemachinelearning.com to subscribe to the podcast. I hope to see you next week with more exciting news in the world of machine learning.